we live in, again, the best times of known history because we can have an orchestra playing in the background of our life anytime we want because we carry it in our pocket. We can have a therapist in our pocket anytime we want because the, the technology is available. This is a great time to be alive. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou, and boy, do we have an incredible guest lined up for you today. This gentleman is a brand new friend. I'd like to say we're kindred spirits. We're like brothers from another mother. He is one of the world's leading experts on brain entrainment. He is the visionary and driving force behind the exciting new technology that powers BrainTap. I am speaking, of course, of none other than the one, the only, the legendary Dr. Patrick Porter. Welcome to the show, Dr. Porter. It's great to be here, Nikki. Thanks for having me. It is my pleasure, sir. So listen, you and I have gotten to know each other a little bit in the last little while. We were introduced by uh, a past guest on this show, one of my oldest and dearest friends, Mr. Franco LaFranco. And I love what you're all about, but my listener listening to the show, they tend to be an entrepreneur. They tend to be someone who is looking to make a difference in the world by sharing their passion with the world. And they listen to this show to learn from you as our guest expert on how they can take the same passion, the same brilliance, the same type of vision that empowered you and your success and apply it to theirs. But before they can truly embrace you and accept you, they need to get to know you and fall in love with your story. So tell us your backstory. How'd you get to be the great Patrick Porter? Well, what happened was I started out actually as a very gifted troublemaker. Everything I do, I kind of excel at. And my my dad was a Silva instructor, which is a Silva mind control, which I know you're familiar with as well. So yes. he tricked me. He got me to really improve and excel in sports. I was a three-sport captain, got a scholarship to college. And so while I was doing that, I found out that I wasn't this stupid kid that had to cause trouble, that I was actually a pretty smart guy. And my first book was called Awaken the Genius. I've written nine of them. And I believe that every person out there with an earshot is a genius. They just don't know their own talents and skills yet. So what I did through the years is I wanted to find ways to create peak brain states so that I could improve first for myself and then for my clients. So I built a franchise company at the first one of a kind, 108 locations, self-help franchises. I sold that in 2002 went into kind of semi-retirement. But in 2014, I came out of retirement because I really wanted to revive what I started. In 1986, we invented the very first portable light and sound machine. We brought it back to life as the brain tap where I could put everything, instead of having four different components that made the brain do this, we put it all under the hood of one headset. And that headset uses light, sound, and vibration. And now, because of the science, since 2014, 
I'm now partners with 14 of the largest neurocenters in the world at university levels doing peer one research to prove out that our thoughts are more than things. Our thoughts literally create the things like health, vitality. They create peak performance. They create the mindset that creates the life that we all want to live. That's kind of brings them up to date as to, to where I'm at. And we're right now we're in 120 countries. Uh, thriving with the app. We're in probably 70 countries with our headset. I'm the dean of brain-based medicine, Quantum University, because I'm a big believer in the quantum field. We live in a quantum sea of possibility, and we just need to activate that through our thoughts, actions, and beliefs. And that's kind of the driving force behind BrainTap as well. I love that. So listen, let's unpack some of what you just shared, okay? Because there was a lot in what you shared. So first and foremost, let's talk about your connection to Silver Mind Control because you and I share that in common. Why don't you just talk a little bit about what that is for our listener for a moment and how um, how you got involved in it through your father? Yeah. Well, my dad, just as I was a troublemaker, he was a very gifted alcoholic. So the priest, actually, the priest and nun in our parish of uh, St. Philip's, came to the house and told my father that they wanted him to come to a relaxation seminar. That changed literally the lives of millions of people because as of today, we have over uh, 3.5 million people who've listened to our app. You know, so, but that was because my dad was smart enough to say, hey, I need to calm down my nervous system. And what he found out was where AA didn't work for him, going to these 30-day rehabs didn't work for him. But as soon as he took control of his brain, his mind, so they would take you to level in what they taught us back in the 70s when, you know, people thought you were really weird doing this kind of stuff. They taught him that once he got to this level, he could start to manifest the life that he chose instead of the life that he's been given. So many people live life by default. And so Silva teaches you, you can live life on purpose. So you can go to level, visualize, then realize those dreams in your mind. It didn't happen with the secret. I mean, that that they, they basically popularized it around the world, which I'm very thankful for. But Silva was doing that, like things like my dad fixed his eyesight. He, he built a really strong business. He helped people do so many incredible things with it. And what we found out with Silva was, it wasn't just Jose, you know, the founder of Silva or Laura, his daughter, that could do these things that if you followed a certain formula, you could get those same results. So then we went on to NLP, but but Silva at the time, uh, they were just their own thing. They had two different weekend seminars, the Silva method and the Silva ultra method. And my dad was an instructor. So uh, with nine kids in our family, if he didn't fill a seminar, we were the ones that filled the chairs. <laughs> so over wow. and over again on the weekends, and my mother ran a very successful uh, beauty shop and her waiting room was actually could seat 30 people. So he usually did it right there at home. We lived in a big Victorian house. So our house was filled with with brain gadgets and using things called D, uh, GSR machines that train the brain. And that's how I was brought up and just continued to accelerate it. But it was really the Catholic Church that got us into it because my dad was such a uh, a burden to the community. You know, he was, they were always helping us out. I mean, we, we were the type of family that if if it was the time to go to church and give a, a, a canned good, we would always give something really nice because there was a good chance it was going to come back to our house because, it, you know, the, the Knights of Columbus were really good to us. You know, we support them now because when I was growing up, they, they helped our family. That's fantastic. That's amazing. Good stuff. You know, God bless them for the work that they do in supporting families who need help. That's really, really good stuff. So, so the Silva method was very powerful back in its day. I think there were over 4 million people that did the Silva method programs around the world, right? 
Yes. Yeah. Very popular. I mean, they were, they, they grew to the point where now I think they're in every country, every continent, you know, so they're still going, they're just not as popular anymore as they were back then. Cause there's a lot of other competing technologies out there. Exactly, exactly. And Jose passed on, I think, 20 plus years ago. And, and, and I, I met his daughter, Laura. She's a lovely lady, but I, I don't know how she involved, how involved she is with the methodology. But you basically learned this, this concept of training your brain through the work that your father did with the Silva method. And tell us what happened next in your evolution toward creating the technology that powers BrainTap. Mm-hmm. Well, my dad really was really strong. He's passed on now too, but he was really strong in telling us that you never stop learning because the minute you do, you start rotting, right? So you either stay green and growing or you start to become brown and rotting. I <laughs> so love it. He, he would constantly, I mean, last time we looked, I had the, I could put my name to about 70 different people that had written books or developed processes that could help me to help my clients because I went to school, became a a psychologist. But in the process, I went to school first for electronics because I wasn't going to really do what my dad did. I could use Silva, but, you know, I went to school to uh, have fun. And I was one of those geeks that was on the CB radios and things like that. So what happened was I got a chance in 1985 to realize my dream of taking electronics and marrying it with uh, what we call now advanced meditation techniques. Yep. Because I met them in Vegas. We were at a show. And literally, when I when I did my first process, it was about uh, a 20-minute process. It blew me away. And I told the woman, I said, I need to have one of these. She said, well, you're in luck. They're only $10,000. <laughs> well, $10,000 in, in the 80s, I, I barely got there. You know, it was, it was like I, I was just out of college. I was just getting getting started in my business career. And a series of unfortunate events for the company became a very great opportunity for me. During that conference, the, the founder of that technology called The Sills passed away. And when I went back to their booth, they were crying. And I remember Linnea, I said, what's going on? She goes, the founder died. He didn't leave any of the plans. And I said, you know what? You're in luck because I'm an electric, electrical engineer by trade and I can reverse engineer this and we can make something. Well, I kind of oversold myself because I didn't really, <laughs> I couldn't really do that. <laughs> but what happened was uh, myself and five other people, we paid an engineer. We worked with them for over a year. We reverse engineered it. We actually made it better, smaller, and we went to the Consumer Electronics Show with it. We called it the MC Square because I'm a big fan of Einstein. If somebody sees my book, Awaken the Genius, they'll see Einstein coming through space. And I think that you know, the energy we put into something, you know, in, in all of that is what brings out the, the benefits of it. And I knew this technology needed to be shared with the world. So when they, they we built the first prototype, we were really low on money as a company. And I didn't own any of that company. I was just their spokesman. And but I went out and started selling the prototypes and they go, you're selling these things. And I said, yeah, I said, Our, my clients are loving these things. I, they said, how many can you sell? I said, as many as you can make. So when we got the award at the Consumer Electronics Show that year, which was in Chicago at that time, uh, we we took an order for 100,000 pieces. Wow. And that was in 89. So uh, what happened at that point was we were off to the races. We knew we had something here. And we've just been growing it ever since then and a, a series of things, but we've advanced the technology. Now we synchronize it with the latest technology, which is in our apps. Our, our phones are so far advanced to what we had back in the 80s. I mean, when we created the first one, there was no CDs. 
There was no telephone, you know, portable telephones were just coming out. There were bag phones, you know, and so we were like aliens coming down here on the planet. Now, when we when we show up at events like, for instance, the biohacking event, the Dave Asprey's event. Yeah. We were the we were the head of the show because we can actually show with science now what happens when you use our our technology, the the light, sound, and vibration technology, to improve the quality of your nervous system. Which, unfortunately, during these times, uh, we're under even more stress. Big but time. before this, we were all suffering, or, or a good number of people were suffering from low level chronic stress. And that that can actually shrink your brain a quarter of an inch every year, at least the hippocampus. And that's why we're seeing this onslaught of dementia and problems with the brain is because the stress, nobody's taking them out of this fight or flight and getting them into that rest and recovery. What I call the survivor brain has taken over the healing brain. And we need to get people into the healing brain. And when you're in the healing brain between those two, that's that peak performance brain that we're talking about. You know, where people, you're your you're, you're heightened awareness. Like when we work with Navy SEALs, you mentioned one earlier, when you, when you think about these, that peak state, you're in a high state of gamma, which, which some would say is a high state of alertness. But you, and if you stay, in that state too long, you can burn out too. That's why you see recovery is so important. So we we want people to be at peak performance when they need to be, but we also want to maximize that uh, recovery. And that's when we work with our professional athletes. That's what we find happens is they're, they're setting up these um, clinics like at uh, the soccer, the pro soccer team in Kansas City has a 20 chair recovery room that has our technology wow. in it. So after practice, the soccer players can go in and reboot their brains. Man, that is fantastic. That's something that should happen here uh, in in Canada with some of the soccer teams that we have here because we've got an MLS team in Canada, one in Montreal. I actually have a good friend of mine. Uh, he's an Olympic gold medalist. Uh, his name's Mark McCoy. He's working with uh, a member of the Montreal Canadiens, so I definitely want to bring this to them uh, and some other folks I know who work with professional sports team based on that. But So in a nutshell... BrainTap to me is a an app, an app, uh, a technology that helps people who are going through life with this low-grade depression find a way to basically overcome that low-grade depression, activate the healing brain, and then be able to manifest success in a whole bunch of different areas, right? Like I've got BrainTap on my phone right now, and I love BrainTap so much, I'm actually promoting it to my clients and my followers. And the power of this thing is amazing because you can become a manifestor of, of greater sales, of greater wealth. You can manifest learning uh, a, a whole new language from scratch. You can manifest creating harmonious relationships. Let's talk a little bit about exactly how that works. Well, if you if, let's go back in time. When we were first learning anything, our brain was fully wired. A lot of people think the brain like wires itself up as you learn. It's actually the opposite. Our brain unwires in something called Hebb's law where those neurons that fire together wire together. But as we learn, our brain unwires itself. So using the example of learning a language, your first language was learned very easily because you were around it all the time. You basically absorbed that language. If you were blessed to be in a house that spoke two languages, then there's a brain circuit that we have that will not shut down for you as an individual. If you didn't, like me, unfortunately, I only learned one language, English. And now when I went to school, I had to learn a different language. It was very difficult for me. 
Uh, to give you an example, our science officer knows five languages. He went with me on my trip to India last fall, and by the end of the trip, he was speaking Hindi. Wow. And nobody taught him that he had that brain circuit there. He just gets it. His brain, because our brain doesn't learn the way we think it does. Another example, Quantum University, where I'm the dean of brain-based medicine, we took a course that would take four years in a, in a normal, everyday college that's out there. We now teach it to our students in two years because we took all the notes from the, pre, from the professors and we made them brain tap sessions. Because when you're in this alpha theta state, you're in a state of hypernesia or super memory. So if you think about your, our brains are far more capable. They say that one neuron in our brain is more powerful than the greatest computer on earth today. And we have a hundred billion of them. So wow. what can our brain do? Our brain can do some pretty incredible things if we get out of the way. The problem is that our brain becomes more of a filtering system than a learning system. It, it, like, and that's the negative thoughts we're talking about. Somebody says, well, I'm not really that smart. So the brain goes, okay, we can do that. You know, or I can't speak in front of people. Okay, we can do that. So it interrupts the program or the pattern or what we might call the innate intelligence of the body. So brain tap, like you said, it, it helps you to manifest your true brilliance, who you really are. And it's far greater than anybody's told you about. So we just need people to, and it's nice when you get to experience it first in your mind, because the subconscious doesn't know the difference between real or imagined. So once you start to experience it and the brain starts to believe it, we start to achieve it. And the other misconception about learning or discovering yourself is people actually believe they're thinking people that have emotions. The reality is that we're emotional beings that think. So the emotion is what drives That's behavior. brilliant, by the way. So, yeah. So when we think about our emotions, energy in motion, we're all energy. 99.999% of everybody listening to this, everyone, if we took everyone in the known world and we took all of their solidness, it would fit in a thimble. You heard me right. It would fit in a thimble wow. because nobody out there in the world, nothing we see is solid. It's vibrating, oscillating energy. So you are energy. And people like yourself, Nikki, that you have energy towards something, you put that energy and drive. You've been to you've been to a speaker before, and when you leave, you got this energy, this surge. That's because our brain literally converts sound into energy. In fact, science is now proving twenty five thousand pieces of information our ears bring in and converts it literally to energy called ATP. That's why if you're listening to the right type of sounds and music and experiences and words. We have energy from it. And we can also have the same effect. You know, if we're sitting somewhere and somebody's talking negatively to us or yelling at us or screaming at us, we have this energy drain because we're in We're always transmitting and receiving this energy. And it's not a metaphysical concept. It's now in all the major universities in the world are now proving that it's tr it's actually an exchange of energy that we have between us. Now, we can call it love where we, you know, when we're in love, we have more energy. We skip a lot more. You know, we sing to ourselves. For you know, sure. if, But if we're depressed, like you said, if we have low-level chronic stress and depression, well, that also has its own soundtrack. So we want to change people's soundtrack. We want, to, we want you to be like, uh, you know, Steven Spielberg and start putting the best music in the background of your life, not, the, not what other people have told you or showed you. You have control. We, we live in, again, the best times of known history because we can have an orchestra playing in the background of our life anytime we want because we carry it in our pocket. We can have a therapist in our pocket anytime we want because the, the technology is available. This is a great time to be alive.
I think this is the greatest time in history to be alive. There is so much possibility out there. And I remember when I was speaking to Franco uh, about you and about the BrainTap app, he said that you have a vision to help a billion people heal their brain. Let's talk a bit about that. Right. Well, what the reason I came up with that number was we know, like people like Lynn Taggart did something called the intention experiment, where they actually prayed for an area of a city that was in high violence. And they actually statistically showed that if you pray for that area, crime went down. Wow. So, you know, that's why I say the best thing you can do for your health is turn off the news. Because they're fear mongers. Agreed. I mean, yeah. uh, one horrible. person I was I was talking with in Germany, I said, how's the COVID over there? And they said, we don't have the COVID here except on television. You know, so you know, that's kind of the way that it works. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know, funny. It's, it's, yeah. So when you think about 1 billion people, that's enough to change what's called the morphogenetic field of the planet. When they now know, genetically speaking right now, that we have something called biophotons, the 99% of junk DNA Science is now showing it's not junk at all. It actually has phosphorescence, which means it broadcasts light, and it rebraids our DNA called epigenetics. So if we're in prayer or we're in meditation or we're feeling good or you know we have these optimum thinking, we actually affect other people. I believe that if we can affect a billion people, a billion brains, giving them the capacity to know what you know, Nikki, anyway, and that what I've learned from my dad and what other people around the world, if we could get a coherent message, just like our brain and body works better if we're coherent, if we get a coherent message out there that says, look, guys, we're all in this together. Nobody gets out of here alive. Let's do it together. Let's let's work together. Let's build a better place because even if we die tomorrow, our, our family, friends, and relatives are going to have to live with what we left. People are living life, unfortunately, in a way that they think somebody's going to come along and save them. They are here to save. We're here to save each other. And, you know, if we can activate, if I could activate, let's say, 20 people who, like my dad activated me with Silva, I've changed the lives of millions of people. How many other people are smarter than me that have more drive, motivation? They just don't know it right now because they're sitting there in this low-level depression, like you said, or, or, or worrying or fearing about something. I mean, can you imagine a virus so deadly that you have to get tested to know you have it and it shuts down the whole world? That's I mean, just crazy talk. It, it, it is totally yeah. crazy talk. I mean, if the virus was that deadly, you'd be dead from it, you know? I mean... I mean, I'm just a country boy from Tehran, Iran. You know, I don't have fancy medical degrees or anything like that. But even I know that if a virus is deadly, you know it because it's killing you and the people around you. Right. And they don't report that you have it, even though you have no symptoms. I mean, so what I say is the best thing you can do, and it's something out there in the science for people that want to know the science, it's called psychoimmunology. The way you think affects your immune system. So you want to think the happiest, healthiest, most vibrant thoughts about yourself, your body, your relationships, your work life. And guess what? Once you do that, people will want what you have. They'll follow you to the ends of the earth because they know you've got some secret thing bottled up inside of you. And what it is, is your true essence, your true genius. You know, that's the reality. And, and I want to kind of clarify, Nikki, when I say genius in Roman mythology, that's where the word came from. They said that every person on earth had a genie. Yes. And that genie houses their, their talents and skills. And if you use that genie, you get to benefit from those talents and skills and you get to share them with the world. So that's really what I'm talking about. I want to awaken a billion brains that can share their brilliance 
with the world. And imagine the type of world we live in when we start thinking that way. You know, the, the most bizarre thing for me is there's always money for war. Yes. Why is that? It's crazy. We need we need people to think there's always money for peace. There's always money for building intelligent lifestyles. There's there's every every person on earth has a uniqueness about them and is here by divine appointment. And you know, without getting religious, I'm I'm more of a spiritual person now than a religious person. But the the reality is that I believe that we are energy beings first and foremost, and that we're here to share that brilliance. And if we do that, not only does it help us, you know, the research shows the more you help other people, the more you help yourself through your own neurochemistry, you start to feel better when you help other people. You know, so it's, it's so when true. Buddha, Buddha, yeah, when Buddha said, he who angers you conquers you, medical science has proved that because the minute you get angry, upset with another person, your brain has to create the neurochemicals that start to destroy you from the inside out. You are the benefactor of your, your thoughts. Now, other people can benefit as well, but you're the first benefactor. So let's get everybody thinking coherent, positive thoughts about a lifestyle of wealth and abundance. As, as entrepreneurs out there that are listening to your podcast, if you do the math, if we split up all the money on earth today, we'd all get about $3 million. Yeah. There is enough. And let's play Monopoly with that. You know, and you know, the unfortunate thing is that they say if they did that within 20 years, the same 10% of the people would have the bulk of the wealth. Yeah. And you know why that is. And I know why that is. It's because they think differently. So if you want to, if you want something different, you have to think something different. And you want to find people that are already thinking that way, mentor with them, train with them, learn from them, basically get a little of their shine or their light. And guess what? You start activating your own neurocircuitry, your own thoughts and beliefs, and people start following you because that's what we're here to do is to assist, help, and develop this planet to make it more than it was when we got here. I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm, the, I'm an evangelist for this, you know. Uh, Guy Kawasaki, who was the chief product evangelist for the original Macintosh back in 1983-84, coined that phrase of being a product evangelist for mm -hmm. Apple, right? And that's somebody who just loves a, a product so much that they're going to go out and tell people about it. And they're not necessarily being paid for it, although Guy Kawasaki was being paid to do that. I'm an evangelist for this, for for BrainTap as a, as a technology and as a product, but for this bigger purpose, this bigger mission. You know, you spoke about awakening a billion brains, so I just did hashtag awaken a billion brains. That dovetails nicely into something that I believe God gave me from the universe, and I believe you and I become connected because we both share this connection to a billion. And my my hashtag was a billion millionaires. I want to help cause a billion millionaires. Why do I want to do that? Number one is that's one out of every 7.5 people on the planet, right? So if we have a billion millionaires on the planet, essentially speaking, these people are going to empower themselves and all the rest of the planet around them with the very fact that they have pursued their dreams and manifested it at least to the point that there's a billion people that are millionaires, okay? And mm -hmm. as a result of that, the free enterprise system, which I believe is the most moral, noble system of economics and societal cohesion that the world has ever created, is going to have a constituency so big, so vast, 
that the haters, that the destroyers who want to divide us will never get the chance to do that. And I believe that that dovetails nicely into awaken a billion brains, because if we can awaken a billion brains, a whole bunch of these people are going to want to become entrepreneurs, and they're going to want to pursue their dreams, and they'll become part of the billion millionaire army. What do you think? I think I think that's great, and I and I believe I believe you there. I think that that is that's not only something I'm going to stand behind. I think it's highly possible. You know, I can I can visualize that for you. Awesome. Well, listen, you and I are starting with uh, this podcast, and I I love BrainTap so much that I've I, I've become a uh, an affiliate of yours with BrainTap, and I think we're going to find other ways to do stuff together. But I think it's it's so important that like minded people like yourself, like myself, like Franco, get behind awaken a billion brains, get behind a billion millionaires, and the systems to make that happen. And things like podcasting, I think, need to expand. We need to find a way to get a whole bunch of the people in the brain tap world to start having their own podcast to to bring their messages out into the world and to bring the types of messages of positivity that you're talking about into the world. Because as, as powerful as you are, as powerful as Franco is, as powerful as I am, we're just three men. We need like millions mm-hmm. of people if we're going to awaken a billion brains. You know what I mean? We need a whole army to That's help right. us do that. Right. And I, I think that it's just like those neurons we were talking about earlier. We've got to we've got to connect, distribute and let the energy flow and let people know there's no limits. There's no limitations. I mean, there's there's plenty for everyone. There's no lack in this universe. You know, energy can't be destroyed or created. So let's keep it moving and flowing. And we live in an abundant universe. We truly do live in an abundant universe. So let, let's talk a little bit about BrainTap. Let's get a little granular with it, okay? So if someone is being introduced to BrainTap for the first time, right? And many people listening to this uh, podcast have probably not heard of BrainTap, although I, I'm sure some have. What are the things they need to, to know about it? What are the things they need to start doing in using the BrainTap technology to maximum effect and impact in their own lives? Well, there's three times that most people over over the years have found most useful. One is if you're finding that you're waking up in the morning and using stimulants like coffee or some other thing to wake you up, we want to get the electrical system to wake you up. That's the nervous system. So we have sessions in the morning that we call digital coffee. Wake up the body using this. Not, not that I'm against coffee. I love coffee, but I don't do it first. I want to get my body working first. Now, in the middle of the day, when people, again, reach for a stimulant, they're looking for a chemical reaction, you know, to wake them up. Why not use an electrical activity? They use the power of their own consciousness. So do a session in the afternoon. We call that a reboot session. If you want better clarity, you want more energy, this is the time to do it. Now, with two-thirds of the people in North America not sleeping well, we've got a real issue with sleep. And it's not blue light. It's it's more than that. It's the way people think, act, and respond, and the way they believe about their life. Sleep should be a time of rest and recharge and rejuvenation. So we find that that is probably the number one thing people experience is deeper and better sleep. And guess what? That sets up your whole body for health and vitality. And, you know, as the entrepreneurs might be listening out there, it doesn't do you any good to retire and expire. You know, you mm. want to, when you retire, you want to have the resources and skills. You know, when, when I, when I get out and play with my grandkids, I'm, I'm almost 60 years old and I see younger parents sitting on the sidelines. I'm going, well, I plan on doing this for another 20 years. I don't know about you. You know, let, let's keep, our, let's keep our body functioning and sleep is a key component of that. So I think you doing sleep programs, doing wake up programs, 
doing the reboot programs. And as long as you do something like what I'm talking about here with BrainTap, as long as you do that, at least every 72 hours, your nervous system will start to pick up and create a better state of balance and coherence. And coherency means that you're going to have better memory, focus, concentration, better uh, business making decisions and skills. And at the end of the day, the people that can solve problems are the ones that are going to make the most money. You know, if you're that go-to person, then let's keep your brain peaked. You don't have to have a problem. I always tell people, you don't have to have a breakdown to have a breakthrough. You know, you can create your own breakthrough now. You know, it's very true. It's a beautiful thing. Right now, as we're recording this, it's the beginning of October, and I just recently launched a, a challenge, a 90-day challenge. I call it Hashtag 90 Strong, and it's about finishing the year strong. And what I'm doing on a daily basis is I'm taking actions, some that are uh, routine to me right now and some that are out of my comfort zone, to expand my business activity, so business building activity, to expand my health and fitness and to expand my brain health, my mindset, my uh, sense of, of spirituality. So on a daily basis, these are the things that I do. So I work out every day. On the nutrition side, uh, I've made a commitment that I'm avoiding all baked goods, I'm avoiding all dairy products, and I'm only having flat water. So I'm not having any fizzy water, which has been a favorite of mine. And on the spiritual mindset side, I'm doing three brain trap entrainments a day, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and one at the end of the day. And then from a business development point of view, I've made a commitment that I'm asking three people a day to either have a business meeting with me, to purchase uh, one of the programs that we offer, or to introduce me to somebody. So it's three asks a day. So these are the things I'm doing on a daily basis to move my business forward. Oh, plus I'm two hours a day uh, 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 of positive inputs, i.e. I've got to read a, a book that's positive, growthful in some way, or listen to a program or a podcast or a series, so minimum two hours a day of that. So doing this on a daily basis for the next 90 days, I believe is going to completely, dramatically transform my experience of my world and my life. And that's the sort of thing that I believe people ought to do. They ought to challenge themselves between now and the end of the year and then really take on challenges like this on an ongoing basis in their life so that they can take their experience of life to the next level and they can achieve greater things and, and really feel happier, feel better about themselves in the world. What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? I think that's great. And I think people, if we challenge ourselves, I know uh, through neuroscience, we, we grow and develop when we challenge ourselves. You know, that's why people don't realize that it's the tough parts of their life. And, and even in Napoleon Hill's book, he said in, in every difficulty, there's a seed of inherent you know, possibility that's there for you, you know, if you can learn from it. So I think that's great. I mean, we need to push ourselves and especially in the areas you're talking about, because if you can't get all of your success is outside of that comfort zone that, that most people love to live in or they <laughs> complain about, we, but it, it's, you know, the, the old thing about prayer is you don't pray for God to take away your misery. You pray to be able to handle it with strength and endurance, you yes. know, because we're not going to, we're not going to avoid this, uh, the difficulties that are in life. In fact, I believe that, that I was placed here to handle those things. And that's why in one of my books, I, I have the thing that says I was blessed to be the son of an alcoholic. So I think if you can do that and you can inspire people to take those challenges I mean, that's an incredible thing because they're going to thank you for it. When I think back on my coaches, 
some of the coaches I really didn't like that much at first, you know, because they were so tough on me, but they brought out the best in me. So we, we need to find somebody that's not going to take our BS, but it's going to push us through that and make us a better person. You know, the BS should be better solutions, not, you know, the other. So <laughs> I as, love we, it. <laughs> as, as, we, as we think about that, you know, and, and not to just tell us what we want to hear, but tell us what we need to hear. And I think you're pushing people out of their comfort zones and they're going to find that they have the resilience necessary to handle what's going on right now and be a better person when they get to the other side. No, well said, well said. You know, uh, in some of the, the coaching work that we do in our programs with people, we really, really push them to get out of their comfort zone. In fact, I call it the brutal truth. You need to hear the brutal truth. And the brutal truth is that, you know, you and I and everybody at our core have a seed of greatness and we have a seed of laziness. You know, the uh, the writer uh, Steve Pressfield wrote a book called The War of Art. And in that book, he said, each and every one of us have a life that we're living and a life we ought to be living. And the gap between those two is filled by a force he calls resistance with a capital R. And resistance is that part of us that absolutely is determined to kill our ambition dead. And if we give resistance an inch, it'll take 10 miles and it will take us out of living the life we ought to be living and have us continue the, to live the life we are living. And the life we are living on any given day isn't the best version of ourselves. So we need to understand that. And we need to understand that resistance is going to come up and try to knock us on our keister day in and day out. And we need to be ready to fight back. And one of the reasons that I do what I do, and I love doing what I do to support entrepreneurs and to support the great men and women of the world is because God has blessed me with an ability to kick people out of their comfort zone. I seem to have a knack for it. I love doing it. I think it's a, it, it's it, it's my purpose. And frankly, I consider it to be a lot of fun. So the, mm -hmm. the job that I have on a day-to-day -day basis is to lead by example, get out of my own comfort zone, get out of my own way, and then help other people do the same. No, that's great. I think that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. People need to find what brings them their their passion, as it were, their energy that juices them up, and gets them going. And I think we all need somebody to make us accountable. Not to not to say we're wrong or broken, but just say, hey, I realize you're greater than you know. Don't. don't and I love that the 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 seed of laziness. I think because some people <laughs> they don't. It's kind of the law of inertia, right? If if you don't the those forces that, that are at rest tend to stay at rest, and those forces that are in motion tend to stay in motion. So we need to we need to get people in motion, get them moving. I mean, our bodies, even our lifestyle, is one of breath and energy flow. Movement and breathing is is the key to health, you know, and all the rest comes along with that. So I think that I think what you're doing is great, and, and people need to understand that. There's a time to be uh, mindful and restful, but not just because you watch three TV shows, you know? <laughs> so, yes. you know. No, it, it's it's brilliant stuff, what you're saying. I love what you just said. Movement and, and breath are the keys to health. I mean, I wrote that down. I've taken some really detailed notes from our conversation because you, you've just dropped so many beautiful golden nuggets and truth bombs for us. So let's transition a little bit into thought leadership because after all the name of the show is the thought leader revolution and i want to i want to identify for you how we define thought leadership and i want to just get your comments on that and let's maybe put the work that you do as a thought leader and the work that you've done in in, in uh, creating brain tap and bringing it to the world inside of that same rubric okay so 
we say thought leadership is distinct from expertise because someone who's an expert is is good at something. They know something, right? They have knowledge to impart. But someone who's a thought leader isn't just good at something, but they're actually known by a passionate following for being good at that something. What's your comment on that? Well, I think that's true. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people blowing their own bugle, but it's it's best if if you're basically your your community has raised you up to that level. You know, I, I'm a big one that, um, you know, a, in fact, I quoted in my book by my, one of my coaches said, you know, he said, Patrick, uh, action puts points on the board, <laughs> you know, not, 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 not words, you know, so if people are in action and people promote them to that level, you know, I think that that's great. I think that's a great definition of a thought leader. I mean, there with the age of the internet, of course, anybody can buy followers and do all of this and and make themselves out to be a thought leader on, or what we call a paper tiger. Yeah. But for those people that are, uh, you know, actually for real, you know, they actually inspire greatness. People will follow them to the ends of the earth. And that's the leaders, the thought leaders we're talking about. And we need more of those, not less. You know, we don't need we don't need what we have now. We need everyone to step up and, and find their niche. And we need a we need a million different views or a billion different views. I love it. I think that's absolutely true. And thank you for saying that because it is true. We need more people to find what their niche is and get out there and start speaking from that deep recess in their soul to the rest of the world because Whatever it is that we've been struggling with is part of what we're qualified to call ourselves a thought leader in, right? The fact that we've struggled mightily to figure it out for ourselves gives us the ability to share something with people that's going to be of relevance and value to them, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. Beautiful. So, so based on how we've defined thought leadership over here, let's talk a bit about how the work that you do and BrainTap specifically can fit into that thought leader rubric. Would you mind taking a moment to try and explain that for us? Well, one thing is that there's, and I'll kind of put it in perspective of physical health. There's three reasons why people aren't experiencing physical health. When you break it down to the base, it's thoughts, traumas, or toxins. Okay, but we can also say on a thought basis, we can break that thought part out a little bit more because a lot of people are really good at getting their physical body in shape, you know, and we all know people that are eating the right foods, physically active, but they're still in poor health. And the reason is that that thought piece, your thoughts, we we talked about the survivor brain and the healing brain. If you're in the survivor brain, you can be taking the world's greatest supplements and guess where they're going right into the toilet. Because when you're being chased by that saber-toothed tiger called stress, your body is not digesting or metabolizing food. It's putting all of the energy out into the muscles, even though you might be sitting on the couch watching a television show. It doesn't know that. So then if you don't use that, it goes into the adipose tissue, which is not where we want it. You know, if we could direct where we wanted these, we could make the fat look like muscles or something. But the reality is it goes to the body because it says, you know what? This body is designed 100,000 years ago, and it's designed for famines, which we haven't experienced in quite a long time. I mean, we get disappointed if we go to the grocery store and it's not open yet, you know, or something like that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, well, what the other thing is that just with our, um, the population of North America, for instance, 92% of the people want to do something about their weight. Well, the reality is that stress is more fattening than chocolate. 
And I wrote an article about that. It was picked up all over the world because the reality is that your liver produces more sugar from a stressful event than if you ate a baby Ruth bar. Wow. So if you're not using that energy, guess what? That now, you cannot eat sugar. Not You can be eating really well, but you could be over. That's why we have a problem with diabetes in the world, pancreatic cancer, all of these things because stress is causing these problems. I mean, even our National Institute of Health here says 98% of all illness is either caused by or exacerbated by stress. So with brain tap, what we say first is, Let's get you into the emotional state where you can receive and transmit correct information. Because when you're stressed out, how many times have we had a friend we had to work with and they're stressed out? We say, you know, don't make that decision right now. Let things calm down. But some people are running around so stressed out that that becomes their normal default way of thinking. We need to get ourselves right first. And that's why even... My background's Christian counseling, so I'm going to use a few quotes here. But what they say is, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all else will come to you. Well, the kingdom of God is within. So if you're not going there, visiting that place of silence and calm, how else could they say that 2,000 years ago? Now we can say, get into that mindful state where we know uh, this electrical system we have of our body if we're nervous or stressed and anxious, it doesn't the it doesn't wire and fire correctly, even at a cellular level. So, but when we start to calm down, get our body back into coherency, our heart, by the way, uh, Nikki and the listeners, we have a our heart has its own brain, forty thousand neurocells in our brain, our our heart brain, and if that heart is not tuned into our big brain in our head, then we have ill health. And it comes from the, our emotional state of being. So there's more heart attacks on Monday morning than any day of the week because people don't have their heart in their life, in their work, because Monday morning, now it might not be the same right now. I mean, they've actually had less heart attacks <laughs> during COVID because people have, don't have to go into work. They don't have to do those things. So remember, the I think being a thought leader, the first thing is we don't want to teach people what to think. We want to teach people how to think. And that's a big difference. I think there's enough people out there. All we have to do is turn on the news and we're going to be told how to think. I mean, what to think. The reality is anybody with worth their salt would realize that this is ridiculous to shut down the world's economy when we have a 99.999% chance of surviving it. It's but beyond ridiculous. It's waking up the people in charge. They're not looking at the science. They're looking at the television. So... We need to get people to turn off the television and turn on their own brain and thinking power. Yeah, you know, I heard a little uh, joke the other day, and the joke went something like this. They said, there's no COVID cases in Amish country. (laughs) Why is that? No television, (laughs) right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's right, because it only exists on television. Exactly. You said that. Uh, earlier in this interview when you were talking about your friends in Germany, right? So I thought it was fantastic. I mean, my brother got diagnosed with it, but he had the flu because they haven't even isolated this thing. There is no COVID. I don't care who who wants to quote me or say it. If they find it, there are people out there that will give them a half a million dollars. Nobody's stepped up and said, "Here's here's the COVID, give me a half a million dollars. What we have is a very bad flu. And in fact, uh, people do the research. This is the best flu season we've ever had in years because it's bad 
And I think it, it, it could have been bad. I'm glad they did what they did at the beginning. But once they found out that it wasn't so bad, what's going on? I mean, we know people that send their kids to private schools. Yes. Zero COVID at those schools. Zero. And they've tracked that across the country, even the world. Zero. Well, how is that happening? You know, in Sweden right now, just to tell you the belief system, Sweden has zero COVID. They never shut down. They never did, yeah. And they did take care of the elderly. If you had the comorbidities, don't go out there. You shouldn't do that anyway in the winter. You know, stay stay healthy. You know, but for the for the healthy population, we're gonna get through this. Our immune system is much more powerful than the television. We just need to activate it and, and work it. And and be healthy, think healthy, respond healthy. And don't do don't don't put yourself in bad situations, you know, but do what you can to be healthy. But I think I think that right now people more than ever need to realize the power that they have in their own body's immunity and their own uh, lifestyle, you know, eating healthy, thinking healthy. I mean, right now we're finding out all the people that didn't take care of themselves. You know, there, there's the old story of the guy that uh, he worked for a guy for, for 30 years and it's a time for him to retire. And he says, you know what? I want to retire. And he's a built in the building trade. And they said, okay. And he says, but before you do, I want you to finish one house. And the guy goes, well, I really want to retire. So he, he did it really quickly. Shoddy workers, shoddy, shoddy materials. And then right before he's going to retire, the guy, he hands over the keys and says, the house is done. He says, no, that's your house for working for me for 30 years. You did such a great job. And the guy goes, what do you mean? This is my house. He said, yeah, I didn't want to tell you up front because I wanted you to do what you do for everyone else. He goes, well, if I knew this was my house, I would have built it with the best materials, the best craftsmen, the best everything. And, and, and it's so, you know, this is what happened to people. They get to be older. They go, if I knew I was going to live this long, I would have taken better care of myself. This is a wake up call, guys. You're going to live that long. We're going to have more centurions in this decade than ever in the history of time. And why not? We're going to have a billion billionaires. Why not? We, we want to be able to live and thrive and enjoy that money. So and enjoy the, the fruits of that money, really, the activities it's going to cause, the, the type of world we're going to create. We don't want to, again, we don't want to retire and expire. We're not doing that anymore. When I think back to my grandparents, my my grandpa only lived a couple of years past what I am right now. And he was the, you know, we thought he was an old guy sitting in a rocking chair. You know, that's not the look of people anymore. This is the first generation in the history of the world that says we're not going to age the way you think we are. We want to stay young and vibrant. We want to stay active. We want to, we want to live our lives. And this is a wake-up call to say, are you one of those people or are you going to fall in line with the pharmaceutical company, you know, you can either take a pill or you can take responsibility. So let's all take responsibility. You know, that's another really brilliant line. You can either take a pill or you can take responsibility. I love it. So Dr. Porter, this is a fantastic conversation. We're definitely going to have to have you back on the show. Let's do this. Let us tell people how they can get a hold uh, of the brain tap technology. So I've got a link uh, that I'm going to put in the show notes so people can access the materials for BrainTap. So they can they can click on that, uh, and we'll make sure that gets put into the show notes. Um, so what's the BrainTap website just for everybody to be able to just kind of go take a look at that? If they go to BrainTap.pro, they can read about it. But if they're looking for research, if they go to BrainTap Research, it's all one word, BrainTapResearch.com, they can look at some of the studies. If they're one of those people, they go, mm, I don't I don't buy this. Go there. The science is solid. 
I mean, we have major universities doing it, and they'll they can they can keep up with us. They can download our research packet there. They can learn about the science. We we have all the sciences broken out because we have five sciences in the BrainTap headset, and they've all been clinically proven alone. But we've also showed the synergizing effect of how they work together. In in the world of biohacking, they call it stacking their hacks, but we put it all into one machine. I love it. So you don't have to buy five different pieces of equipment. You can do it with just one. I love it. I love it. And the BrainTap headset is a, is a part of this as well. I just got mine. I can't wait to use it. I think this is absolutely fantastic. Uh, we'll make sure we put all that information in the show notes. So Dr. Porter, we like to finish off each and every single one of these episodes by asking you as our guest expert for your top three, what we call expert action steps. These are essentially your best pieces of advice for our listener to to take on to help them live a better life, grow their business more quickly. What say you? My my top three that I'm doing right now for myself and I have is I always wake up in the morning and I start with my brain tap meditation. And it's usually a 10 to 20 minute session to just get my brain woke up. When you start your day off right, I I want to I want to tune into the frequency of results. So that's, I'm, I always tell people you either get results or excuses. So let's tune in to results. Then the next thing I do before I, I drink, always drink a large glass of water and I start with, with, um, Himalayan salt to give my body what it needs before I do that meditation, because I know my body used up its minerals at night while I was sleeping. Then I, then I move into doing my exercise. Now I've started using something called resistance bands. If you don't know about those, I can, I can get the same result in a 15 minute workout that I used to get my two hour workout. And, um, over this COVID time period, I've actually lost 35 pounds because I'm not traveling. I have no excuses. I can do my workouts every day. I don't eat Love at it. the fanciest restaurants anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm eating healthy foods. So, and I started doing, in India, they have a saying, eat three times a day, you'll be sick. Eat two times a day, you'll be healthy. Eat one time a day, you'll have excellent health. Now, I haven't got to the one time a day yet, but I've been doing intermittent fasting. I don't eat my first meal until in between one and two o'clock in the afternoon. And I only eat in a window of time. And I, I'm not as strict as some people would be. I'm, I'm not, I don't eat a lot of meat. Uh, although once a week I do eat grass fed beef, um, just because I feel like my body needs that. Most of the other time I'm vegetarian or eating fish, but I only eat during that window of time, uh, usually between two and eight o'clock. And what I found was that I have more energy, more vitality. So those three things I would recommend people do. And when you exercise in the morning, for those people wondering why I do that, the studies show that if you can exercise before you take a meal, you actually burn three times the amount of fat and produce two times the amount of muscle. So you're, I'm always about like, how do I, and there's a lot of other things I do, but those are the top three. You know, when, when I go to, when I travel, which I'm leaving after this show, actually, I have to go to Texas. Um, if they come into my hotel room, they they probably think I'm a transplant patient because I do a lot of supplementation <laughs> because wow. I don't think I get it, especially when I'm on the road. So I'm always, you know, providing my body with the right nutrients, you know, and you're not going to get that from the foods. And I don't leave it to chance. You know, I, I plan and I prepare. And if I don't need them while I'm on the trip, then great. But if I need them, they're there. I don't have an excuse then. I love it. These are three fabulous expert action steps. So listener, 
Dr. Patrick Porter is the real deal. Brain Tap is the real deal. We're going to have a link in the show notes for you to be able to download the app, to be able to use it. If you want to purchase the headset, which I highly recommend that you do, you can do that through that link as well. It'll be in the show notes, so make sure you take advantage of that. If you're thinking to yourself, wow, this gentleman has got some serious thought leadership going on. How do I get my thought leadership to the next level? I'm glad you asked that question. Here's how you do it. First, you go to the website, ecircleacademy.com. You click on the button smack dab in the middle of the page that says, watch webinar masterclass. There is a 59-minute webinar masterclass there, which will walk you through creating a blueprint for how to take your expertise that you have within you and commercialize it and monetize it to the best extent possible. It's absolutely free. There's no obligation. Take advantage of it. Do it now. You've got no excuses. It's COVID time. You've got more time on your hands, 59 minutes of your life to help set you up to live not the life that you're living, but the life that you ought to be living is a worthwhile investment. Do it. Do it now. Do not delay, okay? Make sure that you do that. Secondly, there are a bunch of freebies that are available to you, okay, on that same site. One of them is you can book a 45-minute consultation, a success visioning consultation with one of the people on my team or myself to help you take that vision and turn it into reality. And that's also free. And then last but not least, you can get the latest copy of my book. You can buy it on Amazon, or you can download a free copy with a link that we'll put in the show notes, eastcircleacademy.com forward slash TLJ book for a thought leader's journey book. Dr. Patrick Porter, thank you so much for being on our show. Your wisdom has taught me a ton. I took over three pages of notes, so I'm really grateful for you being here, and I'm super grateful for you creating the BrainTap technology because I am a grateful client. Well, great, Nikki, and I appreciate you being here and helping me get those billion brains, and we'll get them cash in their pocket through what you do as well. <laughs> God bless your heart. God bless your heart. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about today's amazing guest, the one and only Dr. Patrick Porter, go to thethoughtleaderrevolution.com. Check out the show notes. Click on the link for the BrainTap technology so you can find out how to, how to order it and use it for yourself. And until next time, goodbye.